What's up, everybody? Another episode of The Straight Cut coming to you from four different fucking locations. This is not Weston Cigars. <laughs> I, I am Aaron. This is Mark. I'm Josh. And I'm Kevin with... Ash. How the fuck is everybody Sweet. doing? Uh, I'm greatly amused with the 15 minutes of profanity that we've heard coming from you on and off. Oh my God. <laughs> um, yeah. So it has been trying is the word I'm going to use. So, but I think we got it. Yep, we'll see rough. how it goes. Um, so again, we are in four different locations because we are doing the room 101 filler 101 and it's going to be a bunch of cigars. We're all, you know, across Arkansas and New York. So it's, uh, we know it's going to be a longer episode, so we'll see what happens. Yes. We're excited about this. I didn't get to do Binder 101. Um, so this is my first time smoking five cigars at once. <laughs> um, you guys are, uh, you guys are veterans experienced at this nonsense. Um, so I'm looking forward to it and, and we're excited to have Ash join us. So Kevin and Ash are in, uh, Kevin's friend's secret lair. <laughs> I didn't have to, I didn't have to, you know, like break in this time. He gave me his keys. You did, yeah. You didn't have That's to do good. it in your room. There's the couple shows ago, you had to smoke in your room and your mother hammered you. She wasn't too happy. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, as Mark said last week, we now have the full Monty along with the, with everybody here. So it's uh, we'll see how it goes. But so who wants to, who wants to start us off? Because I need to crack open another beer just to get rid of okay. the last forty five minutes of trying to deal with shit. We're starting with the Nicaraguan blend. Um, and this is the, uh, so we're going to go in order. They printed the number as small as possible to help those of us who are aged, which is nice. I appreciate that, Chris. Um, so we're starting off with the Nicaraguan filler 101 and everybody's lit it up. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Have you guys, did you guys do a cold draw on this before lighting it up? So it was mm-hmm. like 100% fig Newton. Fig new. We got like boy. tropical fruit, almost like almost like the citrusy orange or pineapple fruit for us. Yeah, it's like I got it like like figgy, almost like currant grape, almost. Hmm. But it would be definitely like current? more like earthy fig, I guess. Yeah, definitely earthy figishness. Very interesting. I've, I have no idea what you're talking about, but I got I got some fruit for sure. <laughs> I'm not even sure what the hell earthy figishness means to put that in words. But it, it definitely had a, a fruity sort of, not too overly sweet, but a nice uh, fruity uh, aroma on the cold draw. It was nice. And do you know who makes these, Kevin? I, I was asked today who made these. I know it's it uh, wasn't. Valicari. 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 That's right. Uh, yeah. they, they're doing like a project with LCC basically. So they did the binder one-on-one there. They did the filler one-on-one and I believe there's like 20 to 30 plus lessons basically 
that they haven't planned or they have in mind. Wow, that's almost like a PhD <laughs> in uh, cigar stuff. In, in tobacco, yeah. And then you have to do a dissertation where you talk about, uh, I don't know, something <laughs> <laughs> not cigar-y. Um, where you talk about so, stuff, like tobacco stuff. Stuff. Tobacco stuff. <laughs> um, so, Ash, did you do the uh, Binder 101? No. Okay. I haven't smoked mine yet either. I have two. I can send you one. I have. We can do it. Have whole like one, so you guys could do it. You know, you guys yeah, could do, do it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but so you guys really enjoyed the first one. So I'm looking forward to this. Um, I'm I'm not getting any of the fruitiness on the first one uh, sixteenth of an inch of the cigar. <laughs> I'm not getting the fruity taste. Is it carrying through for you? It, it was more off the actually. Off the once you light it up, yeah. It's... Yeah. Once 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 you lit it, it kind of went away. But all that cold, it was definitely more of that fruitiness. So, so I forgot to tell you, I, I do have the, uh, the timer set up. So we are going to go with that timer system like we did last year, or I guess first year, I don't remember when we did that. We did it a while ago. So once the alarm goes off, we'll put this down, light up the other one and then red robin it. Red robin, round robin. Round robin. We're going to red robin it. I love it. I, I, I'm, on, I'm on my third Oktoberfest right now. So this is, yeah. You might oh get God. drunk, Aaron, by the time this episode is done, especially since my recording at home. Don't have to drive home from the lounge. You might get fun. So just I'll, don't give a shit, Aaron, yeah. at the, by, by the end of this show. So I know something uh, the people on the podcast don't know. That um, one of my favorite beers, production beers, is that Sam Adams Oktoberfest. It is, um, which is Aaron's drinking right now. Yes. Um, it is, it is one of the best beers made in production, like, like major Sam Adams is like Budweiser now. Right. So, yeah, they're, I mean, they're just, they're not a, they're not a craft brewery anymore. They're still the smaller of the, of the big boys, but yeah, that Oktoberfest is amazing. So what's everybody else drinking? I'm drinking Diet Dr. Pepper and water. She's fancy. It's called Daisy Cutter Pale Ale. It just looked pretty. It just looked pretty. Hale's watermelon seltzer. Nice. That's like yeah. I'm not going to dog her out now. That's like I'm nice saying. Little... I only got watermelon because you never taste watermelon from any cigars, so it's not <laughs> going to like, you know, you're not going to say, oh, it, it's blocking my. You know, it's like muddling the taste of the tobacco. The good old, See? the good old watermelon essence yes. in a in a Nicaraguan. <laughs> yeah, about the poor cigar. Are you tasting watermelon? <laughs> that's, uh, for the record, that's a great look right there. I saw <laughs> I saw the expression. I share it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a little inside joke for those of us who can see each other right now. Uh, Josh, what are you drinking? I got a little Arizona sweet tea in a Yeti cup. <laughs> oh, look at you! <laughs> <laughs> All right, Josh, we got 40 seconds. It is indeed. What is your take on the first part? Uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, dark fruit. It's a nice natural sweetness that typically comes with Nicaraguan. Uh, not spicy at all. Really nice and just smooth. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's 
kind of perdomo-y. I mean, your, your typical smooth, strong nicotine content, but sweet and fruity, flavorful, loving cigar. I mean, yeah. Yeah. No, that's, oh, that's a good one. I'll... Do a retro hell. You'll get spicy. Yeah. You I, know I, I don't know. do that, Kev. Come on, bro. I know. I know. All right. You know, Aaron, you said you what? said Fig Newton, man. I get Fig Newton. <laughs> All right. Is that the alarm, man? That is the alarm. So now we're... Right, does that mean I put down that cigar? So now we're going to switch to the... I'm putting that cigar in my Martinez <laughs> cool ashtray. I, hey, I'm using one my... I'm using my... Uh, I'm using my... Aaron. Yep, same one. That thing is a beautiful workhorse of an ashtray. So do you guys Ooh. think smoking them back to back like this, do you think it affects the flavor and the tasting notes at all? Yeah, so I, that's one thing I was really surprised with the last time was just how much you can actually taste the difference just with the binder and just off the cold draw on this one. This one seems a lot more sweeter than that Nicaraguan. Oh, did you do a cold draw? Nope, I messed up. <laughs> but Dominicans, I, I <laughs> thanks, Mark. Um, I, I figure it's it should be more sweeter. If anything, it's yeah. It, there's some sort of creaminess to it where the Nicaraguan tobacco uh, lack of. But I think, although the filler uh, the filler is different, the wrapper and binder for all five of these are the same. Uh, they use a Nicaraguan Habano wrapper and a Nicaraguan binder. So that's interesting because some of these are not natural pairings with those binders yeah. and wrappers. Yeah. Thinking maybe I shouldn't have smoked cap fives all day. Yep, that was a bad <laughs> call there, Marcus. Yeah, see, <laughs> no, it, it was a great call to this very moment. That's what I was wondering too, because I started off today with a with the uh, the Tabernacle, and then I had the oh. uh, Davidoff Dominican. So I'm like, yeah, I probably shouldn't have smoked those today before I did these. I smoked an Atabate today in an effort to oh, you, my Your palate is fresh. Yeah, but I say, you, you're, you're golden. Yeah. What are you talking about? I smoked two Nicaroosticas back-to-back on the golf course. It was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> you were the smokiest person on the court or on the uh, field then, huh? Or field? What is it? I was oh. giving them out to folks, man. They were just, I mean, it looked like a choo-choo train driving up the car path. Yeah, I was working this morning, so no smoking for me. These are my, I'm on fresh palate right now. Oh, nice. You are. Yeah, we were up watching college football. Aaron was at the Conway shop. I was at the Little Rock shop, so. Uh, that's not, that's pretty rare you, uh, you worked at Conway. I think he was just no, up there yeah, I was just, I was uh, just chilling. Doing stuff. Yep. Gotcha. Just went up there. I I, I went and uh, he didn't want to sit with JT and I. <laughs> yeah, we actually, me and Mo went up there and we played backgammon for an hour or so, and then uh, didn't really watch any of the game. I just I was on my she phone, your ass? listen to music. I, no, actually, uh, we split. We we each we each won the same amount. Wow, you must have improved significantly from what I've heard. Oh, definitely. Either that or she's a. Uh, like down to my level now where she let me win. She 
she's slacking a little bit. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, I got I got lucky. All right. Yeah, I, I mean, she so, she just told me that she owned your face and backgammon, man. That's all I'm saying. Words I'm from her, so not me. I mean. Yeah, I'm so bad. All right. So who wants to start off on the Dominican? I'll start uh, on the Dominican and let others take a lead on others. This is a funky flavor for me because um, it feels conflicted a little bit. Um, I'm getting a little of the smoothness from the Dominican filler, um, but it's the wrapper is sort of overpowering that in me, to me. Um, and I'm not, I'm not getting as much of the creaminess as I would normally expect on a Dominican, heavy Dominican cigar. So um, I'm not getting as much creaminess, certainly getting creaminess, but I'm really tasting the wrapper on this bad boy right now. Yeah, creamy was kind of the uh, the characteristic I was thinking too. I'm also getting a little bit of like boot leather going on there, man. Like it's it's got a nice little <laughs> dark, dingy kind of, like you said, kind of funky leather characteristic that I'm picking mm. up on. Little little saddle, little saddle. Yeah, I guarantee you, it's not no, saddle no. though. It's not freaking saddle. Not. It's like more tanniny. Almost, it dries your your mouth. That, out. That, that's what I was gonna say. But it definitely does. Yeah, it definitely does have the sweet and creamy characteristic of a Dominican tobacco. Yeah, I'll I'll I'll, you, I'll piggyback on that. Do you attribute the tanniny? Go ahead. No, I'm just saying. I was going to piggyback off what Kevin was saying. This this has like almost instantly like dried out my mouth. It's very, it's very tanniny. So, how are you guys smoking in New York? Are you both smoking the same cigar? Are you? Or is she? Because we're not asking that. <laughs> she likes the Nicaraguan better, so she's on that. While I'm just puffing on the Dominican. Okay. I don't want to, <laughs> Ash. Anytime you want to jump in. Um, please do. So. Oh, okay. so you guys. She did say no. drying her no. mouth out too. Yeah, it was really dry. Yeah. <laughs> do you do you attribute the drying the mouth yeah. out to the to the to the filler, or do you do you attribute that to the the wrapper and the binder sort of being unchecked? I wonder. Sorry. You think it's because of the filler, or? Well, I, I mean, the, the only wrapper. thing that changed was the, the filler, so that's the what I have to attribute to is is the filler that did that. Yeah, that was kind of what I was going to say. Yeah. I actually attributed to the wrapper. Where your oh. where your mouth uh, was it drying your mouth out uh, for the Nicaragua too? No, no, no. It's so just just the Dominican. The only thing that changed it was the filler there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think that. Like of all the Nicaraguan Habano cigars that I've smoked, I, I can't think of one that dries my mouth out like at all. But there are a lot of Dominican right. cigars that do. They do, uh, especially Maybe. like the 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 lighter end of the Davidoff spectrum. I mean, if you compare that to Perdomo, oh like yeah, the the BBA Habano, like that's two totally different mouth feels. Yep. So, Aaron, you asked us to come up, and I know the alarm just went off, but you asked us to come up with stories, interesting stories to fill the gap here. Yes. So I have an interesting story that relates to Arkansas and New York City whenever you're ready. Okay. Well, go ahead and bust that out uh, before we get to the uh, Honduran. 
So or no, no, our hat in the wrong place. Week, Mexican. Let's go. Well, we're going to the Mexican. Yep. I will tell the story. Um, there was a couple in an apartment building in New York City who had purchased for a pet a cougar who is now eight months old, and they've come to realize that cougars are not pets. The person (laughs) says the uh, animal control, and the actual person who bought the the now, I believe, 80-pound to 100-pound eight-month-old cougar, and so they uh, they called they got arrested, and uh, the the uh, cougar is on its way to Arkansas for a wildlife reserve for people in New York who buy stupid wild animals and try to keep them as pets. And I, I can't believe that's the name of the zoo, but here in Arkansas, we know that cougars don't make good apartment. I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree because who right? doesn't want a cougar in their house? That's all I gotta say, you know. Come on. I mean, I'm raising my hand right now. <laughs> this guy doesn't. Correct. Yeah, especially Aaron, if you're hungry, but you you have to be able to discern the difference between a cougar and a turkey vulture, and those in Arkansas, oh. that's a very fine line, my friend. Did they not know that it was a cougar? Did they know? No, they, they knew it was a cougar. They knew it was cougar. See, I was, I was, They just thought they'd be able to keep it as a pet. When, whenever I was single, whenever I was single, I was looking for a cougar. Oh yeah, no, I'm, I'm sure you were. I'm sure you were. You said cougars aren't house pets. Yeah. All, all you oh got was God. a bunch of turkey vultures out here, homie. Oh my God. So that reminded me a story. I don't know if you guys heard of it, but probably a little bit over ten years ago, there was a guy. Uh, who basically had a full-sized lion, no, tiger, no, lion in its lion. apartment. Yeah, in, in New York, York City. In, he got yeah, arrested it was in Harlem. and went to jail for several months. And yeah. for the record, they should have just left him alone in the apartment, right? That's the way, got, that's the, way that's the way the world works this stuff out, right? Yeah. The lion takes care of this problem for you. I mean... The only reason he uh, people found out about it is it was he was feeding it and it just kind of got on him instead, and he couldn't like get him off basically. <laughs> Besides the pure ethical problem with keeping <laughs> the king of the jungle in a cage in an apartment in New York City, the king of the jungle, which which they don't live in the jungle by the way, not a king. The, 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 the king of the jungle had its own bedroom in an apartment in Harlem. That doesn't actually make it better. <laughs> I'm glad he had his own bedroom. Animal hoarders in New York City. We have taken 90 cats out of an apartment for one yeah. bedroom apartment once. 90 cats. They were in the walls. Yeah. All right. Oh, it's horrible. <laughs> it's horrible down here. We have them too, um, where people are like will have like puppy mills or just there's a hundred puppies in like a house and you're just going, what are you doing? Oh, it just kills me on television. Um, Cause I'm a dog person. If I open this door, my, my two pup, my two pups would run out here and, 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 uh, and, and knock me over. But um, it's just, what are you doing? Let them run. Right. 
Yeah, it's a mental you illness. Deserve to be eaten. You deserve to be eaten by a lion if you keep a lion in your apartment, <laughs> whether it has its own bedroom or not. <laughs> Did it have its own bathroom? I don't know, but when you get a chance, though, just Google New York City lion and look at the picture. The first picture that will pop up is the fight. There will be a firefighter going up a ladder from the outside of the apartment. And when he got up to that floor, uh, to that window, the lion was just staring right back at him. <laughs> the only thing you can't see what is the firefighter's um, reaction because he's facing oh, sure. the lion. Sure. <laughs> yeah, because that's that's on the list of shit you don't expect to have staring out at you. <laughs> Yeah, the cat thing is always a little over, well, I grew up around farms, so there's something different between a bunch of cats on a farm and in an apartment, you're just going, that's just not right. I mean, for cats, I get it because they're, you know, they control the rodents, I guess. Yeah, on a farm, you know, it's it's heaven for them on a farm. They go wherever they want to go. They kill, you know, the rodents. I mean, you know, it's like living in the wild. Hmm. So what's everybody think of the Mexican one, Aaron? So <clears throat> this Mexican, I'm not used to, I'm, I'm assuming it's going to be a San Andreas. I'm not used to Mexican as a filler and it's really bitter. Yeah. I'm not enjoying it. Um, I like it better as a binder or a wrapper, but this just as a filler, it's just so much and it's, uh, it's so strong. Uh, it's yeah, it's a little, it's a little, I don't know what the word is. It's just not good. <laughs> and spicier than I, you know, think it's it would be. Hard. It is harsh. It's, yeah, it, I guess harsh is the reason the thing why. That's it off. It's the reason why Mexican used to have such a negative connotation. Like why everybody was like undisclosed rapper. Well, it's Mexican, but it sucks. <laughs> Yeah, it reminds yeah. me a little yeah, bit, just... although the Tiamos were not harsh, but it has that some of the same flavor characteristics. They found a way to get a little of the, the, all of the harshness out of it, but it has some of that underlying sort of flavor that reminds me of those old Tiamos. Still not yeah. my favorite like fl- we, flavor, but they, they did we... get out some of the weirdness. Well, we, we've talked about it numerous times where, like, Mark, you and I remember when San Andreas and Mexican used to be really bad, but now it's really good. This reminds me of the Mexican right. from like 10 to 12 years ago. Yeah. Yep. 100%. Maybe that's the change. They went from being a filler only tobacco to binder or wrapper only tobacco. Yeah, it might be. Yeah, because I mean, this, it, yeah. I can't think of any cigars that has Mexican tobacco as filler these days. I, I can't either because I'm I'm kind of, I'm trying to think of like Thank all God. the San Andreas and the ones that I like. Jesus, Ash! Holy crap! <laughs> <laughs> she she she's That's the ashtray. <laughs> I'm just confused. <laughs> uh. I hate that I'm you don't gonna... see me on camera, and so you couldn't see my reaction. But it was it was very uh, Hanna Barbera. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just 
just trying to figure out what my brain is thinking. Wait till all five of these, all five of these are lit. <laughs> all right, I'm I'm am I'm just gonna put the Mexican one down for a while. Yep, that's I'm what I did. Mine's in the ashtray and it's staying there. <laughs> Later. Later. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's just let him the Yeah, we just switched to the hunter and then... the Mexican tobacco is burning really well, though. Yeah. All right. So on to number four. This is the Honduran. So automatically, I'm going. I got a little bit more spice just off the draw, cold draw on this one, which I, I kind of assumed I was going to be with the Honduran. Now this one, I'm getting that um that plum, like currants type through the cold draw. Yeah. Spice too. Yeah, a little bit of yeah, spice, so back of the palate spice. This one remind, reminds me more of the Nicaraguan. The, the the first cigar it does I get a little bit more of that dried fruit flavor out of this one yeah I'm typically not a big Honduran fan I try to steer away from them um, which I know certain companies use it more than others which just implied mm-hmm. but the I tend to smoke less of that stuff um, It's just really, to me, it's, yeah, it's got a little bit of spice. It's got a little bit of dried fruit, but it's just really flat. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It's pretty neutral. Like, like toasted or burnt peanut shell neutral. God, I I hate it when you say peanut shell. It sounds so weird. (laughs) I I, I, never chewed on the peanut shell? Oh, it's, it's, it just we're, sounds we're in the so south. weird. Everything, yeah. it's, boil, it's boiled peanuts down here. That's on. true. Boiled peanuts are good. Um, actually, do got to mention, for the first time, Dave, Dave texted me today from Martinez, and he's like, oh, I finally tasted toasted peanut shell. From the Patrimonial Arapiraca version. <laughs> I'm not sure I know what toasted peanut shell is. It tastes like I'm trying to. What do you mean? I mean, or roast? No, I mean roasted roast, peanuts. Yeah, if you toast the peanuts. What are you, you saying? Know, the shell. shell. Yeah, I mean, so you get like a little earthiness off that, but this, I mean, salty as well. Toast. I'm not sure I have. Like, it doesn't. It's not a flavor I have in my. Like I, I would almost attribute that to like burnt bread almost. Mm. I burnt, I burnt bread before. I can context that. It doesn't even smell good. I like the smoke. It's and flat. out of the it's just super super flat. It, yeah, I agree with Josh. It, it is boring. Um, and out of the four that we burned so far is like the hardest tobacco to light up. It took me a little bit. The, I was saying yeah, the, the draw is, on this uh, one, it's, it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot harder on this one. But it almost like whatever mm. flavor like I'm getting off this, I almost feel like that's more of just the wrapper and binder 
pulling the flavor through. He's like, what, you know, tell you what, Josh tell you what saying, I got. Like, I, this is what I'm saying. Anything. Unbuttered, unsalted, mildly burnt popcorn. <laughs> mildly burnt what? Popcorn. I can see so this is like, it's this just, is dollar movie theater popcorn that's been there for a day and a half that's not been, like, <laughs> it has been buttered no, properly. No, it's, it's, worse, it's worse than that, Aaron. It's, it's, the, it's the great value, unbuttered, unsalted, just plain, flat popcorn. But, like skinny popcorn. But so you this, love, yeah, yeah, skinny yeah. popcorn, exactly. Skinny popcorn. So this is the stuff you just put on the... Yeah, this is the stuff yeah. you just put like in the air popper. Air popper, no flat, no fat in it, no salt, no nothing. It's just straight popcorn. That's all it is. But then you did it for like three minutes longer than you should do it. <laughs> so it's like it's <laughs> extra tough. Extra it's like tough. vegan popcorn. Ew, yeah. <laughs> is it all popcorn vegan? Awesome. Or or can you not? <laughs> Wait a minute. Can you not? Can you not hurt the corn? No, you don't want to hurt the if corn. You, if you cook your popcorn in butter, it is not vegan. What if you use vegan butter? That is not butter. Vegan it's not bu- butter. Yeah. It's margarine. It, vegan butter is oil. That's like canola. <laughs> it's right. oil. Yeah. Right. It's an abomination. It's just That's a vegan oil stick. Yeah. <laughs> so gross. Well, I, I get the vegan society's not going to hire you for marketing. I sense that right now. I don't, I don't think we're going to get sponsorship from any one of them. <laughs> Just no. saying. It's a good point, but yeah, okay. That's a that's a good. Okay, I think I've got it put together oh. now. So it's it's burnt great value popcorn with a vegan oil stick on it. <laughs> It's beyond popcorn. Oh, beyond uh, popcorn. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> smart, smart pop. There you go. Wait a minute. Hold on. Since. What about you didn't get so many different flavors towards the middle and the end? Are you going to go that far? Well, that's so good. This one, I might. The Mexican one, right. probably not. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I, I so, remember, I think there was beyond. one last time where so, like, I actually cut like half of, it, half of it off just to get to the other just get to the other side <laughs> but but because they use the same tobacco all the way through i don't think it's going to, it's uh change. it's gonna change, change yeah. don't go change oh, i guess i'm the only one who knows that song hmm. i think the new york city people would know billy joel <laughs> Will, william joel <laughs> just, uh, william joel so I started watching The Boys this weekend. Does anybody, this weekend, does anybody watch The Boys Indeed. on uh, Netflix? Yes. Yes, I've seen it before. It's really good. No, not I. It's disturbing. That's what it is. Not it is. It's totally disturbing. Like it's it. totally disturbing. Hmm. For some reason, the Billy Joel. I know what the reference is, but it made me think of that because it. The last thing one of the main characters says to his girlfriend is, uh, "Don't you besperch Billy Joel right before she gets obliterated." So God. I'm not really, I'm not giving the end away there. That's literally how it starts. It's really, it's literally how it starts. It's like the first thirty seconds. 
Yes, it is. Okay. It is, it is what That's... would happen if superheroes were evil and uh, misogynistic and uh, self-centered. Yeah. So a superhero in real life. Reality superhero. Reality. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. It's really good. It's, it's, it's funny so far. I liked it. Yeah, this one isn't uh, doing a whole lot for me, although it clearly is tobacco with tobacco in it. Yeah, um, this one this I agree. actually fits that description, that goofy description I give. Just not a lot to it. Just not a lot. Of it. It's a lot. There's no sharp edges. There's no anything in particular. What? Oh, what is that? The alarm. Hey, we made it to the alarm with this one. Yes. <laughs> All right, Brazilian. Okay. The last one. So this is the one I have that I, I wanted to like the most. I wanted to Ooh. like them all, all the same. That's the way I am. You just like Neymar. I like this one. I like the cold draw. Yeah, I like this one. Is citrus? The citrus is back. First light is nice as well. Oh yeah, it's very. Uh, I, I'm gonna this say this one doesn't suck as bad as the Mexican one. Yeah, it's very smoky, and, and I mean, like, almost like it might have a little perique in there. Like, yeah, I know it doesn't, but it's got that kind of uh, bonfirey, smoky smell to it. What? Had a nice little uh, amber on it too. Boy, it lit up really. Kevin was talking about that one not lighting up. Yeah, it burns beautifully. You okay, Kevin. Yeah, it made me. Yeah, it made me think of that. Like uh, since you had that Nika Rustic uh, today, kind of reminded me of that. Is there any Brazilian in that Nika, yeah. or is it all Nicaraguan? It wouldn't surprise me if there's some Brazilian in there. Yeah, that. This you know one, that, that Willie's a big fan it. of that. Uh, he's a big fan of that Brazilian stock cup stuff. Yeah. This one, this, wow, <coughs> yeah. I like this a lot. This is the one right here, boys and lady. This is like exciting. I'm not know. used to there being a lady, so sorry. <laughs> Josh. If you're trying to refrain from anything, please don't. No, 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 no. Josh I just, I, I, I typically. <laughs> That's not that's not what I'm saying. I, I typically say this is like this is it, boys, or something like that. I'm not used to there being. This a... is it, boys. Sorry, okay. <laughs> right. I'm one of the boys. It's fine. She's, she's one of the boys. The closest we've got is Aaron, and he's got like three feet of hair coming off his face. So hey, yeah, but it's pretty. You got called. You got called, ma'am, the other day. It is. Uh, oh, no, 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 no! Please say. Oh. Because it is still 100 degrees out here, and I'm outside, and it's fucking hot. So. Okay, guys. So tell me, tell me if you think I'm wrong, but take a look at like a real close look at this cigar. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I see like a dual seam on my wrapper. Like I think this has got two wrappers on it. I sent you guys a picture of it, like a good resolution picture of it. Oh yeah, you you do have a double layer. Wow. Yeah, it looks like a double layer right there. Thank you for what. Thank you for wearing shorts. <laughs> a little bit of a little bit of man thigh in that picture. Yeah, interestingly enough, though, 
I'm okay with that. <laughs> Until this year, I have never really worn shorts. And then at a certain point, I realized how white my legs were. So <laughs> I've been forcing yeah. myself to wear shorts, and I hate it. But it's okay. Yeah, that, you, got, you got a little tan there. It's the private of uh, sunlight. <laughs> so, uh, Aaron, did you hear the exciting news about Little Rock? Besides that we now have a new concert arena, a new place, the Hall. You know who is coming to the Hall uh, in December? No. Nelly is coming to the Hall. Nelly. So he must be on the... Okay, so if you're doing like the the small tour or the what we call like the uh, the Magic Springs tour, you're on the decline of your career. That's not good. Supposedly his DJ is from Little Rock, according to JT. That's the connection. Huh. No, I I can tell you what show I'm not going to. It's Nelly. I thought it was Granger Smith. Wasn't Granger Smith? You're going to Granger Smith? I mean, if I had... I mean, I guess if I had to choose, it'd probably be Nelly. If I had to choose between the two, but I'm not. I okay. Go to Nelly. We should definitely go to Granger Smith, though. <laughs> you know, like I believe it's Granger Smith's uh, secret identity is Earl Dibbs Jr. It is Earl Dibbles Jr. and he's a country boy, and he does work hard because he's got a tough schedule. Dip. <laughs> he's like a com a comedian. Sort of. He has like. Uh, Makes fun of it's it's great stuff. Yeah, my sister went to uh, went to A and M with him, and she introduced me to him. But he, he's got a great uh, he's got he's got some great stuff, man. He's got uh, in big bold letters the word "dip" on the back of his guitar. It's amazing. I went back to the Nicaraguan. Did you? This one uh, started on fire. This one isn't really keeping. Uh, I don't think. Uh, I don't think Kevin's going to get to go back to. I'm about to say I don't think you're going to get your Nicaraguan just back. Guessing here, <laughs> right? Yeah, I know. I'm gonna hear from her. Right. <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna. Have it like... is to be honest. Out of the out of the five out so far, Nicaraguan is the best yeah. than the Brazilian for me. Yep. And the rest of the three kind of like it's almost like crapshoot, you know. I would. Yeah. I would go um, Nicaraguan. Nicaraguan, Brazilian, Dominican, Honduran, Mexican. Yeah, I'm going to go. Uh, you know what? I actually think I like the Brazilian a little bit better personally. So I'm going to go Brazilian, Nicaraguan, Dominican, Honduran, Mexican. Yeah. I think I like Mexican better than Honduran just because there's the actual flavor, whereas Honduran was the bland one. Yeah. But I would still take that blandness but, over whatever the Mexican was. You know? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. What, but yeah, Mexican like what, with that Hondur with that Honduran did it, it it almost like just showcased the wrapper and uh, binder on that one. True. I mean, for the most part, when it comes to filler tobacco, the your main job is the burn quality, yeah. not so much on the flavor. Although there are some sort of um, um, like characteristics to it or like influence to the flavor, but their main 
their main purpose is the burn quality, I guess, right? Yeah. And I, I will say, so the first go around that we did, we did the binder. I, I've noticed a, a big transition difference between all those as opposed to these. These are their subtle transitions and subtle flavor differences. And, but yep. what's crazy is there's so much more tobacco in that. But as opposed to the binder, there was a dramatic change across the board for that, for just one leaf. So, so that's because binders are, to in a sense, binders are basically wrappers that, wrapper leaves that doesn't have a high, like, visual quality. Yeah. So they use it as a binder instead. So the flavors are still there. It's just... Physically, they might be a little shaggy or, you know, like, like roughed up. So, like, the wrapper looks like Josh. The binder looks like me. <laughs> After you shave. <laughs> Maybe. Filler. Huh. I, uh, <laughs> I suddenly feel very uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Just because you're wrapped around Aaron in his mind. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I was thinking, Mark. It's this relationship just got a little weird. If the rapper is the one that looks good and the one that stands out, that would be him. If you're looking for that, if it's a little more gruff and a little more ugly, the binder's me then. So, uh, yeah, still uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! So I mean, wait till you guys, you know, make your way out to the city and check out Martinez when they put the rolled tobacco into the into the mold. So that's just binder and filler. You'll see, it's just it's like, holy crap! Like they look like they're about to fall apart any second, you yeah. know. But they still kind of endure the process, and then they finish it off. Uh, with a wrapper leaf once they're, like, pressed for X amount of time. Speaking of uh, making my way out to the city there, Kev, I'm supposed to be coming out. I know it's a ways from now, but uh, February of next year, I'm supposed to be coming out there. Sweet. Nice. Yeah. Well, we'll be here. Doing a little uh, – it'll be a long weekend trip, but uh, one of my one of my favorite underground fight gyms in Soho. <laughs> That's actually why I'm coming, and I'm thoroughly looking forward to it. Nice. All right. Literally underground, which apparently most things in Soho are underground, but whatever. <laughs> so now I just say we go round robin and open forum and just smoke whatever. So there's not this Nicaraguan. I could go for like this cigar all the time. I really like it. But since I do like it so much, I know I don't need to keep smoking it. So I'm going to switch to something else. I want to give this Honduran a little bit more love and see if I can get anything out of that. I'm between Dominican and Brazilian right now. She hmm. is she is non-judicial about that. The bland one? <laughs> so while you guys, you know, going through those, did, um... Does the, did the storm affect you guys in any way? It was this past it week? was windy one night, and that was about it. But then, so the night the night I sat, I laid out on my hill and smoked a cigar and got all deep and theological in my own brain that night that I posted. 
Um, it was windy, but that was it. We didn't get any rain off of it. It it hit the southeast corner, but that was it. What are you getting theological about over there, Aaron? Did I miss this or something? Yes. <laughs> he laid down in his backyard and contemplated the bats. I contemplated oh, the uh, trees. What did you discover? That's what I want to know. We are so small and insignificant in the universe that we do not fucking matter. <laughs> you know, I was thinking that lately. Like, what if... Everyone's like, why haven't aliens tried to contact us? Like, what if we are so fucking far away in a galaxy that they have gone by, but we're just so insignificant and far away? They're just like, yeah, fuck it. We're just so insignificant and so far away, and there's so many other galaxies and planets. So I'm a, I'm a, I'm a space geek. I went to space camp when I was a kid, all that kind of stuff. So I'm excited because right now... The James Webb Telescope is getting ready to launch, and it's been in production. I think it started in like 96 or 97. It's been delayed a decade on getting launched. Huh. This is going to this is going to make the, the Hubble obsolete. But the only thing is that they have, to, well, they have to be perfect because unlike the Hubble where we can go up there and fix it and do some adjustments and everything, once the Webb Telescope goes up, it's out. Like there's no getting it back because it is going to the edges of space. So we're it's it's going to have the capability to look back like 9 billion light years. So it's going to be it's going to be able to look back so far in the past. It's, it it blows your mind on what it's going to be capable to do. So like there I'll wait for that. They're they're not even they're not even telling when the launch is going to be just so there's not any sort of like terroristic kind of blowing it up or anything or just any issues with it just because it's been such a long process to get it going. I bet I bet Steven probably knows a little bit more about it than than any one of us. And, you know, now that you mentioned that, what what I find very interesting about human beings is we have an infatuation with blowing stuff up. It could be the most like random, insignificant thing. We're just like, hey, man, we're going to launch this toaster into space and see if we can do it. And somebody somewhere is going to go, you know what, man? I'm going to go over there and try to blow that shit up. I know. Like, for no reason. Like, it sucks. It's just a toaster, I mean, bro. It's like, it's just a toaster. Come on. I mean, we literally stick dynamites into cow shit and blow those up. Well, right? Hey, easy now, Kev. Everybody's got to have a hobby. <laughs> that's a that's a little hidden and close to home. That's a southern thing, putting fireworks and cow shit. I mean, I've never done it, but I've seen it plenty of times. <laughs> she could do that at her farm. Uh. Have you ever seen any of the videos of them like doing basically population control on feral hogs in Texas? It's amazing. Uh, you, no. just to, you just need to Google it sometime. It's really funny. They like, it's not funny, but it's also kind of funny. Like the amount of effort that goes into blowing up pigs in fields. It, it, is that the one where they get the, all, uh, the helicopter involved? Oh, yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Like the, it's, it's like 55-gallon drums of explosives, and they just fly overhead while there's a bunch of pigs around it and shoot it, and it blows up. And... It's just, it's just crazy, man. Like the amount of previous like thought that has to go into something like that is unbelievable. I have another space thought. <laughs> Greg, 
gravity. When does gravity stop and end? So like if, if some creature is just like floating through space and they're like, oh, look at that planet and they get too close, will gravity just like suck them in? So it depends. Yeah. So like the moon yes. has a gravity, but it doesn't have as much gravity as the earth. That's why like the astronauts can jump. So that's like kind of going with like what Superman did. He doesn't have so much like it's not that he has so much like superpowers, but it's that his his planet, his home planet has a higher gravity force on it. So he can and as opposed to Earth doesn't have as much of a gravity so he can jump higher just because that that's the comic book nature. But yeah, so any yeah. anything that has mass has gravity like if there's like if we were our own planet and there's atoms around us that were its own world as well they would circle us because we anything that has mass has gravity so even atoms has a mass so it has its own gravity as well but it's just so microscopic that you just it doesn't you can't tell sure i mean like just think look at um when you go to the moon if to like jump higher or leap yeah like when does it stop and end so there's some point it just weakens to the point where it just weakens and then at some point it goes away so it's something right here is where it ends you know at some point it just ends but it basically it just weakens i'm convinced that's where the weird sea creatures come from they just fell so like, space. They got too close. so like with black holes, black holes are, it's, it's the, it's time space that has been too heavy and it just drops down. So that's what creates a black hole. So it has its unbelievable gravity. So once you pass the, um, the event horizon and you fall into the singularity, which the black part is called the singularity. So that's just an un, I mean, it's just so much gravity. And so that's why, they call it a black hole because nothing can escape it because it pulls it down so much. So, but on the other side, mm. there's a thing as white holes. So to me, I think black holes create white holes on the other side dimension or space or something. So we see white holes. So those could be black holes that are on the other side because it sucks everything yeah. in, whereas white hole projects everything out. So it's one of those things like we won't know in our lifetime, but that's just one of the working theories. Yeah. The whole black hole thing is so wild to me that that's a thing that exists. That's terrifying. Agreed. That's <laughs> But speaking of space and Steve, space noob, uh, did you check out the the view from the satellite of how uh, what is it? The Ida was the storm called mm-hmm. Ida. Yes. The, how it looked like from outer space. Yeah. That was crazy. I was like, it was so big. It covered up like all of Georgia and like a lot, like a quarter of the South. It like covered. It was so big. Well, Larry is going up towards Canada now, although it's going to turn, keep out to sea. But, you know, there's 30 of those things a year, right? And just. That one just sort of, the <clears throat> Gulf of Mexico is so warm right yeah. now that it is <clears throat> causing them to be 
to, to go from one, two, three, four really quick, which is the part why we're having really bad ones right now. The Gulf of Mexico is extremely warm. Okay. Do you ever hear about natural disasters in Canada? Yeah. Do you ever hear about natural disasters in Canada? Yeah, I think they have earthquakes up there, but um, uh, but understand that most people live in very small parts of Canada. They're not spread out like we are, so I think a lot of their national natural disasters are yeah maybe in the spots where people don't live. And I'd like to point out that winter is a natural disaster. Nobody actually should be living in winter. True. I was just gonna say, do you ever hear about anything from Canada? But I got to say, um, like up here, like in the Bronx, certain part of the Bronx, uh, the street and highway were just flooded to a point that cars were submerged in water. I, I saw that. It was wild that you guys had so much so much of that rain. I mean, we got a lot down here. We're used to when the, the hurricane hits down by, you know, you, it, we got a lot of rain, but it really carried way up into you guys. Yeah. I saw, I saw there was like a car park that had like 150 cars in it that was flooded out. So um, don't buy a car anytime soon in, if it's a use because it's, it might have water damage. New York City, why would you have a car? Yeah. <laughs> okay, let me ask you that. Because I was, I was talking to somebody who moved to New York and they still have a car, but they it's such a hassle because it costs like, 90 bucks a day to park is it just so much easier not having a vehicle up in new york yeah yes 100%. i mean i didn't get my driver's license till i was 27. you don't need it so what had what happened what when you went somewhere what, what did you do oh my best like, friend drives <laughs> <laughs> he, that is the one thing that sucks is like sometimes i want to go home visit home and i want to bring my dog i can't like there's no, I can't take him on the train or a plane, anything like that. That's the one thing that sucks is I can't just like drive home. But otherwise, yeah, I would hate driving in a city. First of all, that sounds horrible. Yeah, I and learned. I spent my formative years driving in Chicago, so I learned to drive in Chicago. Which is not as bad. It can't be as bad as New York. But. Mark, I got to experience driving in Chicago in winter last year. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, no, it can be brutal. So you were the, uh, the odd duck out. Yeah. I, I mean, every car is all-wheel drive up there, first of all. Like, if you have something that's not all-wheel drive, you're you're just going to, like, suck at life. But uh, I did drive in, in New York. Uh, I was there a couple of years ago, and I had a rental car for work. And I drove through the city for like a week and that sucked. And then I drove from the city out to Long Island and that was even more terrifying <laughs> because people drive like 8,000 miles an hour, which I'm fine setting the cruise on 80 or 85 even. And I'm, I'm not a big deal, but I'm talking about I'm going 85 and people are passing me like I'm standing still. It's crazy. Oh my god, yeah, the last snowstorm we had, I went home that day. I was flying home and there was a huge snowstorm the night before. I mean, just so much snow. And I took a cab to the airport and they just act like it's a normal road. We're just sliding all over the place and he just 
the taxi driver just has the calmest look on his face, and we're just like sliding everywhere and going everywhere. And just like this is fine. It's gone. Crazy. It is fine as long as you don't run into anything. Yeah. It's like when I went when sure, I went to Philly. Okay, when I went to Philly, I didn't see one car that didn't use the bumper for its purpose. Like every bumper was just mangled and just looked like shit. I mean, they they used it for its purpose. Like the, the I mean, I don't know how they parallel parked because there was just inches in between. They had to do a twenty point turn to get out of the out of the parking spot. It was it was the craziest thing. Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, you got to figure insurance rates up there are probably higher. Yeah, it's not fun. That's why I had a car for three months, and. That was my experience of owning a car. <laughs> so I, remember, I remember when you used to get on the herfs and you'd like herf in your car. I haven't, so you don't, yeah, you don't. It was nice. It was nice when you, when I was able to find a parking, but the problem is, yeah, alternative, uh, alternate side parking, which sucks. Like every other day you have to move it on top of, on top of the fact that people who would know the schedule, like will go to their car like an hour before and just wait for the street cleaners to go by and then repark yeah. it. But I couldn't do that because I had, you know, 10 jobs basically. <laughs> so, so I pay more tickets and yeah, basically I paid more money for tickets than anything. So it wasn't really worth it. So when, whenever we go to yeah, a... Yeah. A lot of parking that you don't have to pay for, like street parking, but it's just if you can find it. Yeah, you gotta find it first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it's only a day. Ugh. You know? So whenever we go to the bay, since that's where Mo's from, and out out in Oakland, you know we, you know we don't drive anywhere, but I I become like a pro at the subway, and by the time we're done with our trip, I love it. I do not miss my truck at all. You know, I like the fact that wherever we stay, there's a little bodega shop underneath. So if you need something, you just go there and get whatever you need. Everything's in walking distance. So I can easily adjust, I think, from having a, having a garage with two vehicles to a condo with no vehicle and just walking everywhere. Because everything's going to be within a 10 block radius of what you need to do for the most part. And I could totally, I, yeah. I I feel like I should have lived there at one point because I feel like I could do that. <laughs> like here, it's it's weird. Like yeah. like wa- like walking. If you're driving in Little Rock and you see somebody walking down the sidewalk, you feel sorry for them because they shouldn't be walking on the sidewalk. It's just out of place. But like over there, you see people walking on the sidewalk all the time. So it's just n- normal. It's just normal day to day. But here, if we see somebody walking by uh-huh. the lounge on the sidewalk on Rondi Parham, like that fucking sucks for them because there's no, there is no public transportation. It's fucking miserable out there. So no, they're just down their luck more than likely. So that fucking sucks. So that's the difference between just two major, ma- you know, metropolitans and in Little Rock or anywhere in the South kind of, you just don't get a lot of that. That's why my brother would make fun of me. He'd be like, we're going to get an Uber to this place. It's a mile away. I'm like, it's a mile away? Why aren't we walking? He's like, well, there's a highway. So what? 
it's only a mile away. Why would we take it over? Yeah. <laughs> and then the subway too. Now I can walk to work, but before I lived in Brooklyn, I had to take the subway. But I missed the subway because I could read and listen to my podcast in the morning on my way to work, read my books. Those commute times were precious to yeah. a lot of us. Uh, especially my college days, I spent a lot of time just catching up on reading or doing my schoolwork before getting to class, which was great. So, on those days, you, were, you weren't studying at night, all nights in the library, like you should have been? They had to yeah. study on the train. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. So, so do one of you have Uber on your phone right now? You can pull up. Pull. Yeah. I think both of us. Pull, pull it up and, and let me know how many Uber cars you see right now. And I'll tell you how many we have in Little Rock right now. Oh. Oh, my God. I know. Back like, home, it's impossible to get an Uber. Really? It takes like 30 minutes for them to get there. It's about like every like two minutes you'll get a, you'll hit a car yeah, with ease. Like between Uber or Lyft, you know, you pick and choose this, whichever price is better this is how many we have right now zero. Oh, <laughs> none you have to go old school like yeah. yellow cab this doesn't really say mm. and it's what is it it's nine o'clock on a Saturday and there's none around Yeah, we have a few that are six minutes away. Yeah. We're out in Brooklyn. Yeah. I mean, if you're into nightlives and whatnot, the city is definitely better because if you get drunk, just Uber it back home. Yeah, no. I. You don't have to drive? I'm on, hey, I'm getting drunk right now. I'm on number five <laughs> of Oktoberfest. Yeah, that's something I don't even think about anymore. It's like driving drunk. No such thing. No. <laughs> yeah, so, like, I, I imagine, like, DUIs in New York is probably far and few between. It's probably a lot of public mm. in-talks, though. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's, um... Well, you get rid well, of one, you gain another. Still, uh, <laughs> well, okay, so people who live in the city, which is not that many, to be honest, they that's fine. But a lot of people from outer boroughs, like Queens, Brooklyn, and Bronx who are used to driving, mm -hmm. they'll still drive out to the city when they do go out. Or especially if you're out in Long Island, like two hours away. So they, they'll still drive. And there's people there, there's people does that like on like the Friday nights. And yeah, DUI is, is still a thing here. Especially on like holiday, holiday weekend, 4th of July, that's all one. So I have a question. All right. Well, more, uh, yeah, a question. Like, how many of you guys, like, at work, uh, think to yourself that you're, you shouldn't take off, a, not even a day, because every time you do take off, something crazy happens. <laughs> um, I feel like whenever I take off in my main job, stuff goes to shit. Right? Yeah. So I'm mentioning this because last week I took an extra day off just, you know, so I had a three-day weekend more or less. But And 
when I went back to work at the hotel, even before turning my computer on, I went to the other side of the building, which we, we had like a, a residential side and the hotel side. So I went to the residential side just to say hi and whatnot. And the guys at the front desk were just bombarding me and asking, what happened with the guy with the gun and got got robbed? <laughs> exactly. That was my reaction. So I was like, I was off the past three days. So I went and long story short, this, this genius on, I think on Craigslist or on some website, um, he found he, he found someone a, a deal someone saying oh uh i could turn your seventy five thousand dollars into 150. <laughs> just flip it <laughs> yeah, exactly he could flip your money basically so this guy he went to the bank and somehow was able to withdraw the or have seventy five thousand dollars in cash red and flags the two oh, guys yes. that brought along yeah the stories <laughs> the two guys he brought along that said that they could do it long story short they replaced his cash with fake money and just left oh god <laughs> so the guy in the morning he ran down to the front desk to one of my newest co-worker who, who was just like the sweetest girl ever but doesn't know anything so they're like did you see these two guys like walk by, stop at the front desk or anything? Or if not, can I get access to your, uh, uh, to your camera, security cameras? <laughs> like I got robbed seventy five thousand dollars. Fuck! Why do you fucking have that much money? That, and that that that's not even the worst part. Now the worst part is he went ahead and called the cops. The cops came, went up to his room and you know did the investigation. But when they went up there. This guy had a gun, had all types of drugs you could think of, and fake money and fake IDs. <laughs> so how would you being there at work have solved anything? No, it was uh, no, didn't it wasn't. Detective Kevin on the case. He just wishes he hadn't missed the action. Yeah. Yeah, right. That was the question you had. Is you feel like you can't take off. Work. Yeah, because whenever I am at work, it's a boring day. <laughs> Oh, I can't. Okay. <laughs> so, long story short, this guy basically out of himself, right? He 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 got busted with gun, uh, illegal firearms, drugs, and fake ID and fake cash, while trying to make a police report of his stolen seventy five thousand dollars. God, that's so. That was my Monday. And it's those days where like, oh, you're like, all right, I'm day off. I'm nice and rested. You know, I needed that. But then, like you said, you, you yep. miss all the fun. I've, I've had I've had shit like that happen at at like there at like one of the restaurants I worked at, you know, like shit goes down and half the back of house leaves or something. And I'm like, fuck, I missed it. <laughs> Everything happens on my shift, so can't relate. <laughs> all right. So you want to talk about faking. Or like kind of in that same realm. So I told y'all I had a story mm. I want to talk about. So we are now into full football season, high school and college. You know, I'm a football announcer um, back on year 17. You know, I'm going through my 
going through my practice, going what there is, seeing the news out there. So on ESPN, uh, Saturday or Sunday, I forget, they had a high school game of the week. And one of it was IMG, which is a huge academy that just produces talent. Like uh, there's been some big tennis players like uh, Sharapova came from there, I believe, along with Federer, stuff like that, like big tennis players, but they do football as well. So they played a team called Bishop Sycamore. Bishop Sycamore ended up being a fake team. Um, they, they had Juco players on there, which is junior college players. The coach told ESPN or whoever that they have multiple D1 aspects or D1 recruits on there. They end up getting blown out 58 to nothing. And during this whole time, the announcers are like, we haven't found anything to, you know, to show that there's D1 talent on this team. So they get busted out. They get blown out. More stuff comes out throughout the later in the days. The head coach has a warrant, a federal warrant out for his arrest for fraud. They didn't pay the hotel bill. Um, so... Bishop Sycamore is a fake school out of Ohio, but they have a P.O. box in another state. So I just love the fact that it's B.S. High School. Like, that's what their name was. And it's just, it's, I can't wait to see, like, the documentary made on this. Because just the, it's one of those things where fake it till you make it. But when you get exposed like that on TV... It's really funny. Like, I wish I could have called that game. It would have been, I would have had so much fun. So, like, on last night's game that we did, I was going over scores around the state and everything. And one of the things was, like, I'm still waiting on a score for the Bishop Sycamore game. So, I know I went in kind of a little heavy. So, I'm, I'm kind of expecting to get a call from our producer that, hey, you can't do that anymore. <laughs> so, <laughs> we'll, we'll see if I get in trouble for laying into uh, kids from another state, but uh, we'll see. But yeah, that was the, that was one of the craziest things in the sports world was a fake made up high school bullshitted their way to play arguably one of the best schools in the nation and just get laid out so bad. Like Brian. So my, so my team is earlier. Do what? They played three days they before played, they played So IMG. they played two days earlier. They they had mismatching later. uniforms. It was just... It was like the Little Giants going up against an actual, like, pro team. It was so bad. Oh, my God. Well, I'm sure you, you saw the meme after Cam got cut this week that he was the next <laughs> He's the next quarterback for- bishop. Bishop's Sycamore Cam Newton, yeah, um, who got cut from the New England Patriots, and uh, it is um, it's unfortunate that high school sports are going the way of college sports here. And I understand that these Aaron, you call one of the teams that goes on these long road trips, right? Uh, yeah. And there's all this competitiveness and national rankings sort of takes some of the amateur nature out of this high school sports, right? This is a, it's a natural, because high school sports are unregulated by just the very nature. Ohio's High School Sports Association, Scholastic Sports Association, came out 
that night with an announcement. Hey, they're not part of our organization. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you called us, we could have straightened you out on this. Yeah. Right. Like, so like the Ohio it's in Illinois, it's the Illinois high school sports association. It's the IHSA. And they're going, listen, they don't play in any of our leagues. So well, it's like, yeah, it was, it was pretty bad. Trust me. I don't want to tra- I don't want to have to travel to Texas in two weeks to go to a game. But our issue is, so we have a national ranking of right now at 71. It's probably going to go up after last night's game. But so we're in the 70s in the nation out of the, how many high schools do you think there are in the, in the nation? Couple, I mean. 71? <laughs> there, there might be what, 100,000 high schools maybe? 50,000? No. So there's, no, 100,000? In the nation? So there's 50 states. Let's just do a little math for a second. That would make 100,000 would mean there's 2,000 high schools. Well, think of how many cities no, there are in 20, a city. 20,000? No, 2,000? Let's, let's just see. But anyway, so. Yeah, but there's there's 100 in Wyoming. So just count Wyoming, Montana, North Dakota, South Dakota. Those are four of the states just right now. 24,000. So, 24, that number seems reasonable. Like somebody Googled it. 24,000. Okay, so 100,000 was a loss. I mean, well, 24,000 public. Right. Yeah, then private. So there, there's also private. Probably, there's probably double the number of private, so your number is probably double high. But mm. it's not as high as, as I thought. 50,000. Okay, so let's just say there's 50,000 in the low number. So we're number 70 out of 50,000. The thing with us is we can't Actually, get anybody to no. play us in our state. That included it. So, so actually, the actual number is 23,882 public school, and there's 2,845 private school. So in total, throughout America, there's 26,727 high schools. All right. So 26,000. So we're number 70 mm, out of 26,000. We can't get yeah. anybody to, in Arkansas to play yeah. us, so that's why we have to go to fucking Texas in two weeks. No, I understand. <laughs> no, I understand. I understand. No, I, I get it. But the fact that IMG got paid a ton of money to be on ESPN is what I'm complaining about. Oh, yeah. They, right? got, they got paid a lot. But you know so, what? You know who called out IMG last night on the air? I did. I called out IMG. You did. Well, but IMG didn't put the game together. IMG w- was contacted by the same people who got hoodwinked by Bishop Zach. Yeah, it was like uh, Prestige or something like so, that. Yeah. How would you, how do you guys think you would do against IMG? Um, get rolled, right? I think we would hang. I think I think we could hang. Yeah. I don't. I think they would probably get the upper hand because they 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 recruit. I mean, they're definitely. I mean, they're one of the best in the nation for a reason, and they're academy. So they're pretty much like what. Uh, like a soccer academy in the year. So taking IMG off the table, who's an academy, putting Joliet Catholic or Naperville Central or, or whatever, put a big Chicago school or put a um, big Texas school. I mean, you think you'd hang with them because they don't recruit. They, they recruit like you do. Yeah. Like some kid's interested and you, you, find a way to get him a tutor and get him on. I mean, in the, in the I mean, we, we right. hung with a private Texas school last year and won. So I think we can hang with the big boys. Yeah. So. But that's, that's also me peacocking 
and just uh, I'm not on the field. I'm just up yeah. in the press box. <laughs> no, I understand. I understand. So, what you guys thinking about the cigars? So I'm. So what are you smoking, uh, Ash? Let's start with Ash. What are you smoking? I'm the Nicaraguan. I'm in love with it. I think that was my favorite. It's always a Nicaraguan Nicaragua is always my favorite. Did you enjoy any of That's that, Kevin? One. Did you get any of the Nicaraguan? The initial puffs, yes. <laughs> so what do you what do you what'd you get off that, Ash? I mean what, what what did you like in particular about that cigar? I don't know. I guess it's just familiar because I always go with Nicaraguan. It's just a okay. little bit of cocoa. That was a, okay. was a question mark at the end. You know what I'm Okay. <laughs> so what did you smoke, Kevin? We know you didn't smoke. So I'm going between the Brazilian and the Dominican right now. And what are you getting I, off that? I'm, I'm going to take the spotlight off Ash for a second, let her come up with the, if she wants to add anything eventually, but you can, you can add later if you want, but, but I'm okay. No, no, she just she just likes the Nicaraguan. Like yeah, you're not getting any judgment from me because the people ask me if what do I like about it, and I just go, I like it. If you'd quit talking to me about it, then I'd like it more. And, uh, <laughs> so, what do you like about the Brazilian? So we could get on it. So there's actual like taste to it, first of all, you know, unlike the Honduran. Um, yeah. It's fruity. There is some sort of leathery. Um, it's nice and light, and it and the flavor is more palatable between both the Dominican and the and the Brazilian. Uh, the Mexican is a little bit harsher, and the Honduran was just like I would. Echo Mark saying it tastes like tobacco. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's very muted. The Honduran, that is the definition, right? It's just it's a tobacco. It's a tobacco cigar. What about you, Josh? You're still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Uh, okay. What are you smoking, Josh? I have progressively smoked the Brazilian down to the nub. Uh, and I am I am digging it. It it smoked really nicely. It burned well. It drew well. It tasted amazing. It produced a ton of smoke. I've definitely smoked out my garage here, and I've got a two car garage, so it's it's pretty pretty. Uh, there's a smoke. There's a solid three foot bar of smoke all the way to the ceiling. Uh, but yeah, no, it's a uh, it's it's just nice and flavorful. It still maintained that really nice smoky barbecue meat quality that I'm a fan of. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. That's the one that I've got. I'm about to relight the Nicaraguan and see if it's the shit as they seem to say it is. But uh, this will go from there. <laughs> well, I just took a puff of the Nicaraguan. Like the spice is really spot on. With both, oh, not so much on the palate, but the retro hell is really, um, it's satisfying. It doesn't burn, but it just, or it has just enough like burning sensation that you could, you know, you could handle. 
Yeah, Kev, I just relit it, and uh, you know I don't retrohale, but man, it's uh, it's a lot sweeter than the Brazilian is, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. That Nicaraguan was was beautiful. Like I, I kind of wish that we didn't start with that one because that one set the bar so high that everything yeah. has kind of been a little subdue and subpar to that. I'm smoking the Honduran right now. I, I just put down the Brazilian. And I'm kind of like, I'm going back and forth between the Nicaraguan and the Brazilian on just flavor-wise what I prefer the most. The Honduran, it's definitely, I'm getting the least out of it, out of the three of those that I that I like. But if anything, this just showcases the wrapper and the binder I'm feeling on the Honduran. But that Nicaraguan is spot on. Same thing with that that Brazilian. I really like that as well. What I can say, kind of the differences between the two, right? So the the Brazilian is a lot earthier. Um, it's not quite as strong as the Nicaraguan is. Um, mm-hmm. The Nicaraguan's got a, for me, a, a just a touch of spice to it. But I'm really getting a lot of like just sweet, and I'm still kind of getting a little bit of that dark fruitiness to it. But I, it's that characteristic Nicaraguan tobacco that comes with the strong body nice sweet creamy ish kind of creamy ish i say creamy ish uh that's more about the smoke than it is anything else uh not the necessarily the taste but the actual mouthfeel of it um and then there's another i don't know if it's aroma or flavor but there's something else there's something else in there i'm having to put my my uh, my tongue on it I don't know. I'll get back to you on that. Is there something else going on here that I'm not quite putting my finger on yet? That's what she said. (laughs) (laughs) She did, in fact, say that, Kev. Yes. (laughs) The Nicaraguan is very good. I I actually think that I like the Brazilian better. Um, I smoked the Brazilian down to the last third. Um, and I re- it really was a very nice, full sort of flavored, had a really nice, meaty, you could really dig into the flavor. I liked that Brazilian an awful lot. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, it had some of those citrus notes early on, Kevin, that you mentioned. I, I, I got those for sure. Um, uh, there was a little spice to it. But I really enjoyed that Brazilian, and I'm I'm back on the Nicaragua now because to be honest with you, two, three, and four kind of <clears throat> vary between um, eh, to quote Ash and bitter, and I didn't like the Mexican one. Although I'm going to smoke it later after my palate's completely burned out because what the fuck, right? And uh, um, the Nicaraguan is a lot richer than the brazilian is you're you're right you got meaty you got spice you got earth in the brazilian the nicaraguan is like coffee cocoa sweetness mm. yeah it's a lot more flavorful if i had to put it in like words of like box purchases or just purchases by itself nicaraguan box purchase all day long the brazilian hmm. i'll take like a tenner of it um and then the other ones, like, yeah, I'm, I don't, I, I haven't even touched the, the Mexican since we put it down. The Mexican as a filler, I just, I'll, I'll speak for myself, I don't enjoy it as a filler. It's too much. It's too just, it's, it's just stanky. It's just dirty. 
I'm just, I'm just not enjoying it. it Dirty, that's the word. Yeah. yeah it just, that's not the stank you like? No, that's not the stank Dirty. I like. No, it's... I I, lo- I love I love San Andreas. I mean the forty the you know, the 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 forty five love that one. Love the uh, the I think the Lavocada is a uh, San Andreas as well from LFD. Love love that, but not as a filler. It's just it's not working for me. All right, so I don't know if you, uh, I know Marky haven't you you didn't join us on the Binder one on one, but for Josh and uh, Aaron. So if it's if it was for you for now, um, if it if you had to choose to make create a cigar without the wrapper, what filler and binder would you use? And just to uh, re, I guess refresh your memory for the binder, we had uh, Jalapa, the Condega, Esteli, Omatempe, and Dominican. So if you have to create from what we experienced from the past two uh, one-on-one session what would you you know what would you use for binder and fill it for your cigars so, so yeah that's a simple one for me there kev uh i'm definitely going to omatempe binder and uh i think that the mexican would kind of wash out the omatempe i think it would blend really well with this nicaraguan filler so in my past notes i'm looking at them right now um, so for the first one, I don't remember what it was. Um, it, oh, uh, let's see. I had very woody, bitter for cigar number one. For number two, I had not much flavor, but good morning smoke. Um, for number three, I didn't have any notes on that one. For number four, I had lots of citrus notes. And number five, I had bready. But I remember it was between number three and number four for me that I liked the most. So three is Esteli and four is Omatempe. Okay, yeah. I guess you like the Esteli so much that you forgot to I write did. it. So the only thing I have is I put spicy. That's all I have I have on the flavor wheel. <laughs> and that's probably all I needed. And then um, I, I know I didn't. I did not like, there was, I think number five I didn't really care for. But number three, I believe, was my favorite. So the, yeah, so the Nicaraguan. So I guess that shows why I do like the, the Nicaraguan the best. I would I, I, I would agree with uh, Josh. The Omatempe binder binder was really good. So I'll, I'll go with that between the Nicaraguan or even mix it up with a Brazilian filler. That 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 Omatempe with that Brazilian, that would be a nice little transition. I like that. Yeah, there's such stark like you gotta you gotta look at it from, from two different schools of thought right so whether they complement or whether they contrast and if you go with the omatempe and brazilian that's going to be a definite contrast if you go omatempe and nicaraguan it's going to complement see but like we were talking just a couple weeks ago at the placencia event with that omatempe on that fuego that i don't really care for because it's real floral i don't remember a lot of floral coming off that omatempe um from this one so it might just be because there's so much wrapper uh on that fuego that i don't like but I do remember liking the Omatepe on this one the, six months ago. So you got to think about that, right? Like, yeah, it's Omatempe binder, uh, the Fuego, and like the Synchro Fagata, or no, the Synchro uh, Nicaraguan, those are, those are both Omatempe wrappers. Um, and so it's a little bit different animal, but also how, how is it grown? How is it cultivated? Like, 
the way that Valakari does it is definitely going to be different than the way that that Placencia does it and the way that Avo does it. I mean, yeah. yeah. So, what just what I just started doing? <laughs> you know how certain uh, cigars have multiple fills from different countries or regions. So I kind of took a half a puff of like Brazilian, half a puff of the Nicaraguan. Did you, did you double it and like that? This? Tasted really good. Yeah. But I did you know the what? same thing with the Dominican. I'm, I'm down. I'll do that with the it was, <laughs> it was less exciting, but yeah. Let me try that. I'll, I'll do that with the Brazilian and the Nicaraguan. See how that goes. Pull the mic I mean, G and light there's it There's only the same one binder, one wrapper, but there's multiple fillers sometimes. So it's interesting. This Nicaraguan is very good, though. It has nice. Um, it is a nice Nicaraguan. It's not. It's not. Um, it's not an AJ. It's not some of AJ's best work Nicaraguans, right? Like you wouldn't put it up with a great AJ, but it is really very solidly in the middle of a lot of really good Nicaraguans. It's missing some of the spice a little bit, I think. There wasn't as much spice as maybe in some of those. Tell you what, I, that, that double draw Nicaraguan-Brazilian, that fucking plays. Right? Yeah. That's nice. Now it got me thinking how many uh, combination I could do now. I wonder, let me try this. Just to give that Mexican a little bit of love, I wonder if that changes the Mexican up. Maybe it needs a little, maybe it needs a little help. Mexican Brazilian is not too bad. More spice though on the retro, somehow. Nicaraguan Mexican, that's pretty good as well. So if you like made one of these same wrapper binder, but then did half Nicaraguan half Mexican. I could smoke that all day. That 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 one, that one was actually pretty good. But it, the, for me, the King Supreme is that all Nicaraguan. Yeah. Yeah. I think Nicaraguan right now is just just overall. It's like it's um, dominating all the other regions. Yeah. yeah. So the, the Nicaraguan, it's almost gone for me. The Brazilian is next. Dominican then Honduran, and then Mexican. So I guess if, if I'm going to rank them as what I enjoy the most. Yeah, Brazilian, Nicaraguan, probably the Dominican third, Honduran fourth, and then, then Mexican fifth. So has anybody enjoyed the Mexican? No. I, Negative. I don't mind. I don't mind it. I like it better than the Honduran. It's good with the Nicaraguan. Exactly. I, I, I'm with Ash with that one. Combined, it was good. By itself, I like it. Uh, you know why? I think right now, going back to the Mexican by itself, it's a little, it has a little floral note to it. Probably that's why you don't like it. It's, yeah. it's sweet, I, like floral now. I think because I've just been spoiled now with good San Andreas as just as a rapper yeah and it's just it, if you have that if you switch that if you just put keep the nicaraguan as it is but change the wrapper to that mexican it might 
I might enjoy that one. But there's just so much of that as a filler. It just, it, it gets lost and it's just not, I'm not enjoying it. What other San Andreas rappers do you like? Because I have a hard time with San Andreas rappers. I love the Curavari Buenaventura. It's a San Andreas rapper, and it's just my favorite cigar ever. But anytime I try to get another San Andreas rapper, it's just it's not well, anywhere close to it. Feels like. Well, you tried the Crook of the Crown yesterday. Yeah. That's a San Andreas rapper. Yeah. So what do you it's think about that? So not it was really great i love that cigar but so some of the ones i like is like the um um the miyamura i believe is uh la ruma de cuba that's a san andreas uh the martinez 45 um the la vocada is a san andreas i believe but then in the lenox it's a Brazilian rapper with a, with I believe a San Andreas binder. Um, yes. And then the Lavacado is just, uh, it's flip flopped. They flipped it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then let's see the, uh, yeah, the Lavacado is it, uh, one that, one that Mark doesn't like, but a lot of people do is the Milano Maduro. That's a San Andreas. Um, the isn't that your favorite mark <laughs> it's uh, totally my favorite i don't know what aaron's talking about yeah bullshit hmm i wish that all of the green bay packers could smoke milanios <laughs> huh have you have you guys had the kiribari the buenaventure in any of the series have you had the praline P460? Was it the um, the the trail mix? I know that was Caravari, but I don't know what the wrapper was. Yeah. So that I know we had that for a while um, at, at our shop. That was, uh, I think that was one of the only Caravaris I had. But it was really good. I like that. Yeah. You gotta get the Buenaventura series. Like they have the Chroma with the Connecticut Shade wrapper. Okay. Nicaraguan binder and filler, but it's going with Cuban seed. Hmm. Yeah, so it's like very similar to the Monte Cristo, but it's Cuban, grown with Cuban seed rather than Dominican. Okay. It's really good. But the praline is my favorite. It's that San Andreas wrapper. It is so cedary, so leathery. It's a good first day of smoke. Yeah. I mean, with a name like praline, you expect it to be a little rich, a little sweetness maybe. I know, when you hear praline, you think it's like a cookie. Yeah, like praline pecan ice cream or something like that. But it's not. It's so cedary. I'm being attacked by bugs out here, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's your current experience with recording, you know, in yes. different site versus recording in the members' lounge? <sighs> I would, I definitely miss members lounge when it's, uh, <laughs> because it's, I don't know. I'll have to see because the way this does is, I mean, hell Ash, you're the one that, that turned me on to, to squad cast. I mean, what, what do you, what, what do you like about it? You like, you like it? You, you found it to be user, user friendly pretty much. Yeah, I like it. It's 
always worked pretty well for me. I've had one time where I had to, it just wasn't working with the sound. I think it was the other person, like, couldn't figure out how to do the sound, but I just like that it records everybody's audio separately. Yeah, so that's what it I... just makes it so much easier for editing. That's what I'm going to, like, so whenever we get off here, I'll actually, you know, download the audio and hopefully... It sounds good. The only thing I'm looking at is because I'm doing my audio through the roadcast. Um, and it's about a 10 second difference. <laughs> Just oh. oh, interesting. So it's weird because I started it at the same time, but I don't know. I might have to, I'm, I'm going to have to pull some magic uh, when I do the editing. So we'll see. Thank you for the help the other day, by the way. I was, like, totally panicked. (laughs) (laughs) Instagram called you. (laughs) Thank you for your help. I mean, as you can see, like what you said, that was, what, episode 10 or 11? Yeah. I mean, mean, this is, we're in the 150s for ours, and it still, like, had a trial and error. I mean, you you saw the the 30 minutes of me, like, throwing my headset (laughs) down and getting pissed and just, like, it's not us. It's the computer. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, I mean it. Hopefully, it will be. It's one of those things. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm a perfectionist. I want everybody to have, you know, the the best mic in front of them, the best equipment kind of thing. But I don't have, I don't have that luxury, you know. So, hopefully, this does work well, and and we'll see, and because. It is still easier when, like, Mark and I, you know, when we do the bulk of our shows together in person. I don't, I don't, I don't see this do us becoming the new way. But for things like this, yes, if if on the back back end everything works fine, then fuck yeah, sign me up. We'd do it like this. Hmm. If if one of our audios did mess up, it's completely separate, so you can just send that audio and edit that completely differently yeah. and then put it back in. Yeah, no, I like I like the uh I I like the concept and we've only done it one time and it worked really well. Um so it I mean just the the sound quality was tremendous. Yeah. Two episodes ago. So, so for our upcoming review episode did anyone yeah. see? Uh, did you guys get your box, or was anyone spoiled yet? Oh, mine's in my mailbox. I haven't seen um, it, but I do have it. It, it, it says it got delivered. Yeah, mine is not. Uh, I, I don't have mine yet. Okay, because it's a it's a very it's it's interesting. This box, I like it, but also I want to see which cigar or cigars we'll be reviewing. Well, let's see if anybody's posted about it yet. Oh, yeah. That's how I got spoiled. <laughs> I'm assuming somebody has. I think if you go on Luggage Cigar Clubs and just go to the one that they're tagged on, you'll you'll see a couple of the pictures there. Um, right. Uh, Matthias got his. Okay, I'll look at his. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I see it right there. That is, that is funny, Kev. That they put both of them in the same box. I know, right? <laughs> so I mean, now, 
since we all know it, should we spoil it? Just talk about it and let's pick one. Are you are you still not seeing it, Aaron? I guess not. <laughs> okay, here. I think he zoomed into the Estevan. Is it? No, it, it, I'll, it, is, uh, it is. I'll help. I'll help you out here, buddy. Both Patrimonias are in there. <laughs> Cuevas and Martinez. Martinez and Casa Cuevas. Oh shit! I so see. The okay. Let's do it this way. Since there are now five of us here. And there's five cigars yeah. in the box. Let's all smoke one cigar at a one different point cigar. and see how that goes. You okay. I'm in for that. I'm, I'm down for that. For what? So for the we all smoke a different cigar in our um, cigar club yeah. pack. There's five cigars. Yeah. So we'll smoke one. Each one of us will smoke one. So that way you can't be you can't be swayed by what somebody else says of what they get of flavor wise of what they get or what they like. I'm not copying you or Kevin. I think we've established Well, the and fact I that and I, I believe nobody's copying you. It tastes like tobacco. Saddle leathers. <laughs> I'm still wondering how Josh knows dingy boot leather, but <laughs> I assume it has something to do with uh, training uh, uh, like once a month or once a, once a year, but I'm very familiar with what dingy boot leather smells like. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little frightened by that. I'm just gonna be honest. Essence, Ooh. essence of duck butter and sweat. We refer to it in the business. We refer to it in the business as uh, trench foot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, I think that would be fun. We should we should do that. Yeah. I'm you should, Aaron, you should figure out how Kevin can run uh, this on his computer. Yes. Hopefully by then we'll be... Does Rotary Cigar Club send out the same cigars to everyone every month? Yes. Mm-hmm. In a box, yes. That's cool. Now the question is, why haven't you joined? I'm poor. <laughs> we'll take care of that. We'll fix that. She's in New York City. <laughs> Transplant from New York City. So you can either live in New York City or you can join a cigar club. You can't have both. Yeah, that's what it comes down to both. Yeah. It's a little brutal, so Aaron. Make connections with my podcast and get cigars that way. Yes. You should call them. I'm trying. I know. I feel bad. I like, I've been talking to Ben from Luxury Cigar Club, Ben and Chris, to be on my podcast, and I'm not even a member. I'm like, what am I doing? No wonder they don't want to be on my podcast. Ben and Chris are awesome. They'll be on your podcast. Kevin should make that happen. Kevin should be able to make that happen. Yeah. They said they want to. They're fun. But they just haven't heard since. Don't ask them about alternative reality is actually reality, because that's, that's a rabbit hole you don't want to run down. <laughs> Especially with Ben. Yes. All right. Then let's do it this way. For this month, we'll do, or next month or whatever, we'll do uh, each do something We'll pick our own out of that. Well, this has been fun. This has been interesting. I have, uh, I'm almost I'm about halfway through the Nicaraguan, or I'm, I guess about a third left. And I think the rest will go unsmoked. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm about finished with the Nicaraguan. I'm going to finish that one by far. Uh, the rest, the Brazilian, I'll probably finish as well. The other ones, eh, these two, though. I mean, highlight, highlight. 
So I do recommend doing this because it's a chance to really isolate one part of a cigar. So I'm going to encourage you to do this. I think this is a cool idea. Um, and I've enjoyed this tonight. And the conversation's been, is always very interesting. And to mix it up, try to take a small puff from each one of them. To make one giant, I'm not smoking like, that. orgy cigar. <laughs> I'm not smoking any more of the Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> all right thanks for letting me uh bombard your podcast <laughs> it's awesome to have you on thanks I'm, I'm glad i'm glad to welcome another unpaid um contributor to the show <laughs> love it <laughs> uh hey other than that we have basically two more weeks before St. Louis if you know Mark and Josh I know Aaron you had to do an event yep. that week no you had to do a sport sporting event, yeah right? I got broadcasting so I have a test that on that Monday if he moves it I'll come but if he doesn't move it I get to take a test the right after right after St. Louis what day is it on Kevin uh, the 25th, Saturday, the 25th. Yeah, I will be uh, knee-deep in the mud somewhere in the woods at that point in time. <laughs> that sounds fun. Dingy boot, boot leather, right? Correct. It, it wearing my dingy boot leather. <laughs> Essence of saddle. Uh. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, this has been fun. It was started off chaotic for the stuff that nobody got to hear. If you think I cuss a lot on the show, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so true. You know what? Didn't it wasn't five hour long episode, so that's a bit no, that's that's a plus. I was right? thinking like this yeah, was actually was a lot shorter than the first one. Yep. It's true. Because we omitted three cigars. Yeah. 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 It, so the front runner, so I'll, let's go around the horn one last time. So for me, Nicaraguan and Brazilian are definitely the two standouts. Nicaraguan just edges out the Brazilian for me. Yeah, I'm going to say I'm flip-flopped on that Brazilian then Nicaraguan for sure. Yeah, I, I go with Josh. I'm a Brazilian and then Nicaraguan second, and then, uh, and then Dominican, and then Honduran and then the cigar that shall not be named. <laughs> I um, the, I mean, I haven't had much of the Nicaraguan, but I really, other than the Brazilian Nicaraguan, I really like the Dominican. I think it's the the sweet and creamy that's kind kind of got me in a in a good way. Whereas the Mexican, it was sweet, but it wasn't a pleasurable sweetness, you know. It, it almost like a artificial, <laughs> artificial, um, like reminds me of cough medicine sweet. Not, not like doesn't taste like cough medicine, but like you know that after like a sickly like, sweet. Um, yeah, like the 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 what are those artificial sugar like sweet uh, and low sweet and low. Yeah, yeah like that. Gross. 
All right, Ash, we know what your favorite one was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like the uh, Nicaraguan, and then the Brazilian, and then nothing else exists. There we go. So, so you and I, we, we tied. Right, and then I tied for fifth. Yeah, runs okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. So that will be that. What show do we have coming up next, Mark? I forget. Um, I, um, we're going to do live concerts. Yes, right. Coming up with both of our wives, talking about our favorite concerts, people we'd like to see if they weren't dead, um, people we'd like to see if they were dead. Um, uh, so that'll be that's cool. That's coming up. Yep, that'll be coming up. And then we have our review for the month shaping up, which we I guess we already know what we're going to do. We're all going to do September's box, and everybody pick a cigar. So, a couple yeah, shows cool lined up idea. for the rest of the month. And once oh. again, I'm going to hit hit you up, uh, you as in the audience. Anybody you'd like to have on the show, we'd love to hear. A great example is on this show, which is Ash, who has one of my one of my favorite podcasts, yeah, yeah. and coming up and doing a really cool thing. And she reached out to Aaron, or someone reached out to Aaron for her, and I think it was she reached out to Aaron, right? And she was a great guest. That's the kind of stuff we're looking for. Um, great example of somebody who we'd love to hear from. Um, you know, maybe it's time to have Ash on again. That would be awesome. But uh, you know, that's the kind of person we'd love we love having on the podcast. That was one of my favorite episodes um, because it was somebody cool who likes doing the same thing we do. So please, if you have people in mind or who would be good for us to reach out to, that'd be great. Don't tell me like. Um, you should have Brian Erlacher on unless Brian Erlacher <laughs> wants to come on because he's probably not going to come on. But people that are in our industry who are interesting, like Ash, are a great example of people we love having on. Yeah, and unfortunately, you know, I, I know we talked about like uh, Keanu Reeves on last last week's show. Unfortunately, he has not reached <laughs> out to us. I do not believe that is going to happen. Um, so we're going to have to go in another direction. But, Ash, since you are on with us, why don't you take the floor and pimp your show for a little bit? Why do people need to listen to Ashes with Ash? Yes. Uh, so my podcast is less of cigar reviews, and it's more of life behind the cigar. So I try to interview people really all around the world right now. I've been reaching out to people and interviewing people all around the world and a lot of women in the cigar industry. So a lot of my episodes are mostly women, the Sisters of Relief and telling their stories. So yeah, it's mostly just stories and storytelling. I love that idea. That's such, great, yeah. that's such a great theme. Uh, there's so many cool women in our industry, our thing and, and getting them out there in front, I think is awesome. I think you're doing a great job. Thank you. Love you guys. Yep. So make sure everybody checks right out her show. Make sure you like, subscribe, all her stuff. Make sure you're subscribed to us as well. To be caught up in all the news of the world that is somewhat bullshit on our side and a little bit more serious on her side. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. so. And mm -hmm. whatever you do, Remember that cougars are not house pets. <laughs> lions, humans. That's right. Lions are, because then it'll it'll take you, it'll eat you, and that'll be fine. Because that 
That's okay. So make sure you get your cougars at the bar and not at the shady guy down the street. <laughs> There's good advice. <laughs> All right. We will see <laughs> we will see everybody next week. Good. Stay sharp. Take care. Later.